Hey, I'm Alex. Hey, I'm Colin. And we are the Fun Sons. In the Slam Dungeon. What up, dudes? Welcome back to Fun Sons in the Slam Dungeon. This week is a little different. This week we interviewed John, the owner of Level 7 Games here in Colorado. It's a really cool video game shop that you should definitely check out. Lots of cool stuff, lots of nerdy shit. I know a lot of you out there are a bunch of fucking nerds, so why don't you fucking go check it out? And while you're at it, why don't you check out the Level 7 Podcast, which is Level 7 Podcast. They talk about games and other nerdy shit, so check that out. And check out Level 7 if you're ever in the area. Without further delay, let's get down to it. Hey, what's up, guys? Fun Sons in the Slam Dungeon. We're back for another episode. Who do we got here? Who do we have here? Who is this? Oh, do, do I get to introduce myself? Yeah. yeah. Hi. Uh, my <laughs> name is John. Hi, John. Hi. Uh, yeah, I'm John. I... Um, uh, own level seven games in Denver and, and Lakewood, like general uh, Colorado, I think Denver-ish region. And uh, you know, I've uh, known Alex for a while. Yep, yep. We're buddies through the store. You know, started shopping at the stores. That's how I've met most of my best friends, yep. honestly. And so it's cool that uh, we have a podcast. You guys have a podcast, and thank yep. you for inviting me on. Yeah, sure. But I think we're going to talk some, maybe maybe a little bit of music, a little bit of video games, maybe oh, yeah. some cool anime shit. Yeah, yep. we're, we're going to fucking nerd out on this one. Let's go. So uh, tell me, how, how did Level 7 start? Ooh, that's a good question. It's um, it, was, it was interesting. So um, we started um, at... Because sorry, I'm trying to I'm trying to really think. It's like a fucking I gotta I gotta I gotta, I gotta really magnavox my commercial my way back into that um, that mind frame that I was in at the time. So um, me and a bunch of my buddies worked at Hollywood Video slash Game Crazy. Okay. So it was kind of like the dream job ish for a lot of people. I feel like myself, I loved it. Like the being being able to be around the video rental side was cool and fun in its own right. But I worked at the video game section of it in specifically the game crazy side so that was really cool uh we had everything rolling it was tight and then hollywood video went out of business along with every other video rental store Mm -hmm. so blockbuster hollywood video all of that uh, man it was one blockbuster left but it's where where is that at it's like alaska or something it is in some weird spot i do (laughs) do want to go so one of my one of my buddies other john the guy that's on the podcast with me um, which, by the way, got to meet Colin today. Very nice yep. to meet you, bud. Nice to meet you. Um, and, um, yeah, Other John actually is building his basement into a replica of a Blockbuster. That's his, that's his that's thing. That's his dream. Yeah, that's his thing. So, so he's getting the slat wall and everything. But, um, so, yeah, so I worked at Hollywood Video, worked at Game Crazy. Um, that was awesome. We were having a great time. Hollywood Video went out of business. And so we all kind of had to split up and go do our own thing. So um, I ended up at AutoZone, and my buddy Elijah ended up at Dollar Tree, and we all kind of just split up to different retail jobs. And it was about a month before we 
fucking we said fuck it we can't do this like we have to go back to what we had like we had it so good you know it's like a yeah. it's like the perfect relationship you let slip away yeah. but it yeah. wasn't really your choice like you have the, the greatest woman but then she just dies <laughs> <laughs> but you can resurrect her you know yeah. and you can make her stronger <laughs> add more some, pieces you know which yeah. is a famous like urban legend with Aerith from Final Fantasy 7 you know spoiler alert you know oh, yeah 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 that is true yeah. that the, the the faded like holy material that you could end up getting and bring yep. her back yep yeah. yep kind of like that almost yeah. yep exactly so that's what we did we we resurrected Aerith's corpse and um it's been great. Um, you know, it started as like a small game crazy replica ish. You know, it had its own we had our own stuff going at first, but soon enough, you know, I think we were able to kind of find our own stride and, and make it our own and, and ever since ever since the point and in and, and no in no way bashing them at all, but ever since the point that the my other business partners, the people I started it with who I respect a lot, uh, decided to leave it's been my thing where it's like me and the, the guys that I hang out with every day, Charlie, the silent Yeti, the silent Yeti, silent there. Yeti in audience. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Silent Yeti's doing silent Yeti shit over there. So. Exactly. No jerk in it. Um, anyhow. So, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, uh, now it's just a fun art project as well as like a game store slash cafe slash shirt printing business. So it, it's been goofy. It's like any of our hobbies that we just are like, you know what we should do? We should learn how to fucking make shirts. And then uh, now we can do that. So it's mm-hmm. cool because it just adds, like I said, like a weird Frankenstein mm-hmm. to the game crazy core that we started with having fun and just keep adding more shit to it. So. Yeah, yeah. So what was your store called before level seven? Yes. Yeah. So um, when we initially opened... There was four of us that owned it, um, five if you include my wife as well, who is the president of Level 7 Games. I am the vice president, just to be clear. She, okay. is, she is the president. She's, she's, yeah. she's the Voltron head, you know? She's the claw from uh, <laughs> Inspector Gadget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gadget. <laughs> Ooh, that was good, dude. Yeah, you, you were ready for that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I stayed up all night. How'd you know I was gonna call that out, bro? You got my text, didn't you? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so um, we were called Game On, which you know was a fine enough name. I think you know it's it's clever and thematically fits or whatever. Mm -hmm. It wasn't my first choice, but you know it was the one that we as a group had decided on. Which Mm -hmm. picking a name for anything is fucking it's it's hard. It's it's impossible. Yeah, yeah. Well, not impossible, I guess. It's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It's hard. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'll go with your answer yeah. better. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, you know, like like with, with Fun Sons, like when, when we thought of that, he wasn't a part of it yeah. back then. Uh, sure. We had another guy. His name was Cage. And he's doing his own thing. Shout out to Cage. Um, yeah, shout out Cage. Go Cage. Um, it, we, we were just thinking of like, what, what should we call this? You know, and our buddy Darian was just like, you should call it Fun Sons in the Slam Dungeon. Because like... In my room, I have, like, a bunch of, like, slamming brutal death metal tapestries, and, like, you know, my room's basically my dungeon, you know? And yeah. It just kind of stuck. Like, that was just the first thing. I was like, okay, that's cool, you know? Yeah, it's like, you, you it, it's cool because it's like, looking at your logo, you can very much tell, I think, what you're going for, which is, hey, we're going to talk about some brutal shit here <laughs> But we're having a good time while we're doing it. Exactly. You know, we're, this stuff, you know, is, is something we take seriously, but not too serious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I like it. It's, it's, it's a good, you get the mix. You get yeah, the mix. Because yeah, exactly. a, a lot of people, 
get maybe a little too serious about their hobbies and like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it gets out of hand where it's like a little culty and you're just like all right i got you you really <laughs> like jazz <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> but hell yeah um so yeah so it was game on and then there was another store called game on that was close by that we were unaware of uh oh so that created an issue and the issue was they were like change your name so we did because that was the right thing to do they had it first we Mm -hmm. just did not google very well i don't know it was (laughs) a you know 13 years ago maybe my google skills were just less advanced than they are now i feel like i'm like a professional googler now yeah especially like doing this for for 13 years it's like I'm just an internet searcher professionally. Like, how much is this weird fucking thing worth? Mm-hmm. And I gotta hunt it down. So, yeah, yeah things I mean, have changed. Uh, Google definitely has come in handy you yep. know, over these years. You know, mm. what would, honestly, what would we do without Google? Yeah, no so, stuff. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we'd exactly. have to just know it. I learned like fifty percent of my knowledge from the internet. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like DIY, like repair videos and stuff. It's <laughs> like when when something's wrong with your car. You know, it's like. Well, shit, like, I don't want to spend, like, 500 bucks or whatever that I don't have. And it's like, go to fucking Google. Yeah, exactly. It'll, it'll tell you, and you don't have to drop 500. Well, yeah. you know, you have to drop some money to get parts for it or whatever. But, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, I'd yeah. rather do this than drop 500 bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? See, I always do this opposite thing. <laughs> Where I like, I'm. I think I'm super smart, and I'm like, fuck that. I'm not gonna pay nobody. They're gonna mark up the parts. Let me look up how much the part is, and I'm like, see, the part's only twenty bucks. And then you Google how to fix it, and you're like, oh fuck that, <laughs> fuck that. Mark up the part as much as you want, bro. <laughs> like, fuck that. I'm I don't not want that evil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like you gotta take off the the water pump from the side and drop the fucking <laughs> gas cans. Like no, I'm not doing any of that shit for the, my spark well, plugs. Have, like, have you tried unplugging it and plugging it back in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have an electric car yet. I wonder if that works for those. Just when your car is just not running right, you just reset it. So, speaking of electric cars, uh, when we were in uh, fucking Chicago for Chicago Domination Fest, um, funny story. Um, I think it was the end of. Day one, mm. you, you know you know where I'm going with this, right? Oh yeah. So um, we get back to the hotel and like you know how like hotels have like that archway like you know leading outside, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 kind of became like the party zone basically. Everybody go there like smoke some weed or drink beer or whatever. Yeah, there was like 30, 40 people out. Yeah, it was time. insane. Did it have that like, you know what I'm talking about? That like yellow glow, just that perfect like. Hotel yellow glow it that did. they did. Yeah, yeah I don't it know. Some about that is like golden. Some about it. You're just like, I'm at a hotel. Yeah, you can feel it. <laughs> you can feel it in the air. The sidewalk just like is a little more squeaky or something. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> it's like the after party spot for the fest. Yeah, yeah. So, all the bands were at the hotel. <laughs> I was hanging out there. I think you were too. Yeah. And this couple comes up to me. And they're drunk as shit. Like, they're, they're locals and they're attending the festival, but they're staying at the hotel because I guess they live, like, three hours away or something like that. Yeah, probably. But anyways, um, so, yeah, they approach me. They're drunk as shit. They're like, um, hey, we're drunk. Can you uh, drive our car and take us to White Castle? And this was, like, at fucking midnight. And here I am slamming a beer. And I'm just like, all right, fuck it, let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do this. And, like, we get to the car and it's, like, this fucking, like, 
it's like a really fancy like electric car. It wasn't like a oh, Tesla or anything. Okay, okay. So I was like, I get to drive this. I think it was like a Chevy Bolt. <laughs> that that's cool. I hear those things are fun to drive. Like they, it's weird, it, it like an RC was. card or something. Like that you can't feel it. There's no like tactile <laughs> feedback. It's like yeah, and they're yeah, fast. Yeah. yeah, it was like holy shit. This is like driving a cloud or something. <laughs> and then like we get to White Castle and like they were fucking closed, which oh. is weird because like. White Castle usually stays open till like, 2 in the morning or something like that. So, like, we had to go to, like, three different White Castles. He's fucking blowing up my phone. Like, where you at? You're like, I'm at White Castle. <laughs> to a couple different ones, but I'll explain. <laughs> yeah, they, it, it got to a point where we were just like, uh, there's no White Castle open. Like, let's just go back to the hotel and order room service. Get back to the hotel, and we found out, like, they close the kitchen for room service at, like, 11. So they were like, "Fuck!" So, yeah, that, that was my experience driving a, an electric vehicle, and that that I I drive another one again. Like, <laughs> shit, I'd buy one. Fuck it, you know. Yeah, it seemed like fun. It seems yeah. like a cool little zippity doo dah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's nice and quiet. I don't like loud cars. It freaks me out when a car's yeah. like. <laughs> behind me. I'm just like, not why, dude. No, yeah, right like, now. <laughs> okay, we get it. You're compensating for something. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly exactly every time this dude drove by today and i swear to god his his exhaust on his truck like i could have just like fisted the whole thing like it was Jesus. it was so loud i was like oh damn bro who what who who who's just standing on the side of the road like yeah get him like it, it's just for him what like, about it's just for him you think the silent yeti does that yeti you cheer on people with loud exhaust <laughs> <laughs> that's a no in yeti okay <laughs> yeah we, we we got this uh this this bearded dude over here his name's charlie he's he's just vibing that's what he does he's yeah. he's he's the vibe king of usa oh yeah yeah dude he just surfs the wave of radness <laughs> just, just riding it into the dark so then what was the first uh location that opened up for level seven mm-hmm. yeah so um it's uh, the location, our oldest location, is still open. It's on Alameda and Zunai. It's at 2385 West Alameda. Um, it's actually across the street. They built like a Costco business, and there's like a Pacific Ocean, like Asian market there, mm-hmm. which is super cool. There's actually a really good uh, hot pot place down the street from there if you ever had hot pot. Mm, I have not. Oh, oh my God. Have you even heard of it? Mm-mm. Dude, I think we need to take them with us someday. I'm down. So, like, what Hot Pot is, like, not to get too off topic. No, 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 let's go. <laughs> let's go. This is important it's, shit. It's, yeah, it's, it's important, especially to our listeners out there that don't know what Hot Pot is. I don't know if the Silent Yeti over there knows what Hot Pot is. I don't. Yeah, he doesn't take a lot of chances. The Yeti, the Yeti has to stay hidden. Yeah. I mean, like, like, I, like we said, you know, he's just over there doing his own thing. He's surfing the web right now, probably looking at... Uh, Porn. Yeah. Definitely. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> but no, what Hot Pot is, is like you, you go into this restaurant and um, you sit at these tables that have like little burners in the middle. Okay. And then you order um, a specific broth you want. So like you can get something that's spicy, mm-hmm. something savory, something salty, you know, just, just whatever you're feeling, you know. And then um, <clears throat> it's always good to go with the crowd because it's kind of like a community kind of thing. So like just grab a bunch of friends and um, you get these menus and it's like it's all you can eat. Sure. And so it's kind of like melting pot, but like... Kind of. But like, is it, is, is it like, like Asian or... Yeah, it's, it's Asian. Okay. It's okay. Asian. So like, you know, you, you can order like, you know, um, 
a bunch of different types so of meat. So do you cook the meat in the like in the broth that yes. they bring out? Okay. Yes. And then like, you know, you just kinda go fishing and like, you know, you you fish your food out. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a bowl of pho that everybody kinda is trying different broths and yeah. like yeah. different meats and stuff, like okay, as you go. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I dig it. I dig it. So like, you know, you can order meats, veggies, uh, noodles, um what? Just He's getting hungry. <laughs> You're making him hungry. He's <laughs> laughing out of hunger yeah. right now. <laughs> I got hot pockets. We here at level seven games. We just introduced a microwave. Oh shit! Okay. And hot pockets, baby. We got it. Hell We're yeah. stepping it up. We're bringing yeah. the hot food to the people. Hell yeah! You know they've been. The, the, we hear your requests. <laughs> We've been listening. Yeah, it's it's one of those like it's 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 kind of expensive, but like. With the amount of stuff you can get, because like you can also get seafood with it too. Okay. So like it's it's like thirty bucks and sure. it's it's all you can eat. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean that sounds dope. Yeah. yeah. I like it. It's it's pretty good. It's it's really good. I I enjoy it. Yeah. But, um, so. Uh, I'd like to talk about the, uh, the vault. The vault. Yes. You guys have some really cool stuff in there. Thanks. Uh, I remember last time I came through here, I saw a Wu-Tang Clan fighting game for PlayStation 1. I thought that was really cool. I've never seen that before. Yeah, the Wu-Tang was the placeholder. Hey, you know, Wu-Tang forever. Yep. Mm -hmm. Killer bees on the swarm. Yeah. You know, we know what's up. Yep. But, uh, <laughs> it's for the children. Yeah, yeah, it's for the children. So, yeah, Wu-Tang was the placeholder until I got a Black Lotus. I finally nice. got a Black Lotus. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I had to... You know, retire Wu Tang from the case, but it is it is still in safekeeping. Don't worry, Wu Tang is protected. Nice. You know, the coolest part of that game though is they made a custom controller Whoa. for it. They made a Wu Tang. I think I've seen that. The golden PS One controller, dude. It oh. looks like the Wu Tang logo. Yeah, that sounds sick. It's, I think I've seen that before. That is like one of the few pieces that I personally would love to acquire, but have been too lazy or cheap to just buy it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's one of those things yeah. where I'm like, it'll. I'll see one someday. Yeah. So then what, what made you guys want to put a vault in, in this store? So it wasn't really a choice. So Because um, this used to be a bank, right? This it, location? Exactly. Yeah. So there was no getting rid of it at that point. Once you got a vault, you just have a vault. So yeah. we were like, fuck it. Let's, let's lean into it. Because originally when we moved into... Um, this spot it had it was still in its bank form mm -hmm. downstairs and then the upstairs space was set up as like a uh, office building kind of mm -hmm. you know it had like a conference room and then it had several office individual offices like a snack bar and all that shit mm -hmm. um, but then downstairs was very much still just a bank um, so we blew a bunch of walls out down here and stuff but then the vault room was the probably most difficult part on what we were going to do with it because Again, there was no getting rid of it. We knew that we had to use it for something. Like, I couldn't just keep a vault door closed and people not be like, what, what's in open there? that fucking vault door right now <laughs> and show me what's in there, you know? So we're like, well, yeah, we have a vault. Let's let's brainstorm. So we went through, like, are we going to do, like, a Indiana Jones type of, make it like a, like a tomb type of deal. Yeah. Like, we could do, like, mummies or we could do, like cool like we were thinking like the collector from the marvel universe oh, mm -hmm. how his shit's all set up with like neon tubes and like glass yeah. cylinders and That's all that cool shit idea. um we wanted to do something that was like we buy a bunch of um relics from like video games and kind of like do a museum but then that was kind of hard because we had so much stuff to mm -hmm. sell as well that we're like okay that's not all gonna work so we're like well, let's build a giant fucking like arcade looking display case that is 
the, the portal to level seven. And that's why the TV's behind there and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was, that was essentially the concept is we're like, okay, to get to level seven, we're going to lean into the level seven thing and make it, cause we have like a, a we have a script for a comic book that we've worked on. So there's always there's always more shit going on that I've yeah. not finished, you know? You guys know how it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're like, okay, cool. So that is the portal to level seven. So you got to go through the vault, and then you go inside. And then there's another vault, and then there's a TV behind it that you're like, is it a TV? Is it, like, how is You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. we're trying to, trying to lean into the, like, I don't know, Casa Bonita vibes okay, of, okay. like, you know, you go to a store, you go to a restaurant, you go somewhere, and it's just like there's also like an atmosphere that gives back. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, okay, maybe I didn't even buy anything, but I had a good time. Yeah, they yeah. had a cool vault room that I would like to visit again. Yeah, and so that, that's my whole thing. And we get so many people from out of town now. Like a lot of people travel and go to game stores. Nice. So that's why I do the t-shirts. That's why we do all. Of, you know, that's not the only reason. Obviously, we want to serve our local community. But I think the more that we kind of again lean into being like a touristy place it's like yeah, hey check it out it's like if you go to another state and you know you see someone with a level seven shirt it's like hey mm-hmm. he was yeah. in my store you mm-hmm. know yeah i mean it's insane we were trying to count the other day we've we've done over like two thousand shirts or something wow. which is crazy because we've made most of them ourselves <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is enough in and of itself yeah. but yeah it's nuts how many level 7 games shirts are at Goodwills right now that's awesome really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's, 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 it's one of those where it's like it's like if, if you're in a band like you haven't made it until you see your shirt at a fucking Goodwill dude you know? right it's an honor <laughs> to see your shit at a Goodwill true, yeah. no yeah. I, I go to Goodwills and I look for level 7 I haven't found one yet but the day I do I will celebrate you'll be like I did it. Let's fucking go. Right? <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, so, so yeah, the vault room. Um, it's hard to, I guess, you guys know what it looks like. You've been inside. Yep. So I think for the listeners, I, I'll just, like, briefly, like, there's one wall that's, like, these, like, singular glass cases that has what are, I think, some of the coolest items. So, like, a stadium event, a sculptor's cut on the 64. There's a Kia, the Flying Squadron on the on the uh, Sega CD, a Black Lotus, and then we have these like, uh, oh, a Shadowless First Edition Charizard, mm-hmm. and then the last one is the uh, the three original base packs. Yeah, that are the unopened. booster packs of Pokemon yeah. cards. Yeah, unopened, and they even have the KB Toys sticker on them for three fifty or something, or like four dollars. <laughs> yeah, I love it, dude. Yeah, like when I when I first came in here and I saw that, I was like, that's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, that's a really unique piece. Yeah. I, uh, I I hate taking old stickers off. When I see KB Toy stickers or like EB Games and shit, I'm like, that's history. That's, yeah. that's, that's yeah. history. You see like sticker on sticker on sticker, like that game has been through like seven different game stores. You're like, yep. fuck yeah, this game's a soldier. <laughs> <laughs> Salute you. I gotta start. Like, that's what we should do. We should like be like, which game do we get and like keep track of which one has the most bullshit from other stores? Yeah. Like, yeah. A blockbuster sticker and a fucking GameStop spine tag and shit. Um, so then uh, the other part, that, so that's one wall of the vault, and that's the stuff that's not for sale, essentially. Those are like, quote, the museum pieces the that relics. we were kind of going for. Yeah, the relics. There mm-hmm. you go. And then we do have uh, like a big, uh, I call it like an arcade cabinet. That's kind of what it looks like. That's yeah. what we were going for is it kind of looks like a Neo Geo or a classic like JAMA cabinet um, from like a Street Fighter 
two or something, and then uh, it's built into these two like bigger glass displays that for the stuff. One side is all card stuff that's for sale, and that's like our rare stuff, and then the other side is all just our, our video game stuff mm-hmm. um, with a bunch of other random shit in that room that is also some for sale, some not. Mm-hmm. Just the stuff is coolest. Yeah. But yeah, we had to rip that whole thing apart, start from just a concrete walls, concrete floor, and concrete ceiling, and be like, okay, what the hell are we doing in here? Right, right. That's so, so cool, though, that you, that you have a vault in the like, building is when you buy it. That's that's like such a cool piece, you know? It makes it such a unique... Compared and, to... Yeah, it makes yeah. it more unique compared to the other stores in the area and all that stuff. It stands out so much more. Yeah, because like, I know with... like. Um, the other stores, like, you know, you, you keep your, like, you know, rarer, more expensive stuff in, like, glass cases, but, like, you know, none of those other stores, you know, have something unique like that. Yeah, it's so cool. I, every time I... So, like, when yeah. you when you guys open the store every morning, is it, like, do you guys have, like, a ceremony to open it, or... No, <laughs> no, I mean, there's usually kind of whoever's here first gets it, and it's like, yeah, I mean... Listen, if you guys want to open the vault door, it's it's very satisfying okay. to open and close it. If you if you guys want after this, you can totally. I'm can, I'm honestly down. Yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'll put in the code and you can do the. Oh my god. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah. Does, yeah, yeah. does like mist come out of it? Um, I wanted there to be. So I still have plans for like the external. Oh, the, the, the silent yeti's yeah, gonna do it. He's gonna do it. Gonna, oh man, he's opening the vault. That's what. Be careful, it's haunted. I don't know. There was times when we were building this store last summer where, you know, I would I would be I here. Do it. He just unlocked it for us. Oh, okay. so then oh. we, can we appreciate you, Silent Yeti. <laughs> he's, as he silently saunters away. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, there would be times, sorry, this was kind of a side, I said it's haunted, but I, I was here like at fucking 9, 10 o'clock, like just hammering on, painting shit, like trying to get this place ready to go, and this place is scary, especially that fucking vault room, like at night, and it's just pitch black in there, and you're oh, walking geez. by, and it's like, if somebody, some got me in there, could I get out? <laughs> yeah. Are you with that? What's because that? the first night, we had the Mario on the roof. Things, so I had to come back. Oh. So I came in here by myself, and it was just really eerie. Especially it's, the first night, just dark, quiet. Yeah. Nobody else here going to the roof. It's like way quieter in here than you would want it to be at night when all the lights are off, and you're just like, and you can hear your, you can hear your, you're like, oh man, you don't, you don't hear an echo, you can hear your own heartbeat and shit. It starts getting very <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe, you know? It's a little creepy. But, um, yeah, anyhow, vault room's fun. It's it's fun. We were lucky to find this place. Honestly, like, this this building, it was such a, a happenstance. It was not, like, anything that we were particularly looking for. Because mm-hmm. uh, how, how do you look for this? You know what I mean? It's such a yeah. weird fucking place. But our, our store over on Federal and Evans was uh, moving because they were trying to double the rent there. And that spot's... I, I love them. I, love, I went to Lincoln High School. It was across the street from Lincoln High School. Mm-hmm. That's why we picked that. But... It was not worth the amount of money that they they wanted for that spot. So that's fair. Um, so we were looking for a place to lease, and this was like, you know, end of 2020, 2021. So COVID was kind of weird, and there was a lot of people like bailing on shit. And um, so we were able to find this place. It just popped up in our. So you know, every other spot that you find for retail is like, here's a square box. Here's 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 another rectangular box. Here's a box. Here's a box. What kind of box do you want today? 
And then this place pops up, and we're like, what the fuck is this even? <laughs> we, we have to do this. So. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was cool. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you want to talk about the Magic the Gathering stuff? Yeah. So, like, I play Magic the Gathering. Oh. This dude doesn't. You yeah. don't? Okay. I've been, I've been kind of looking into getting into it a little bit. What is your impression of it? Like, what is, um, what, like, I, here's here's a, an interesting question I think is like I think a lot of people look at magic initially and just think okay it's just hard that's the yeah. first thing that like, comes to everybody's mind mm-hmm. is it's hard I don't want to look dumb there's a bunch of other people fuck that yeah but it, it, that, that seems to be like the main barrier that keeps people out of it yeah I think that that, that barrier is kind of the thing that keeps a lot of people out of like a lot of card games you know right yeah. but Board games, too, you know, like, especially if you get something like, you know, the Dark Souls board game or some shit, you know, like, there's just a lot of, like, you know, to learn about it, so. You have to have a whole play session just to learn how to fucking play it. Exactly, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I might have to check it out then. It doesn't seem too bad, but, or too bad as far as, like, difficulty and learning. Yeah. I'd say it's one of those games that it's, it's easy to learn, but, like, difficult to master. Okay. You know, it's uh, to me, it's it's kind of one of those. Okay. You know, I, I honestly, um, and you can disagree with me if you sure. want, John. I think the best uh, format to basically get into Magic, <clears throat> excuse me, is uh, Jumpstart. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's one of those where it's like you know you you, you buy these special um, booster packs, and those booster packs come with like twenty cards, and like each one of those has like each each um, booster pack has like a specific like theme to it mm-hmm. so like you can get one with like you know like sea monsters you can do another one that has like puppies or some shit okay and then you basically shuffle those together and you're playing basically you okay know. you might have to show me how to play sometime yeah or we can come here yeah yeah we can come here we should do i've been thinking about trying to do a uh, like a jump start learn to play event because it is the way to do yeah. it yeah, it's, we, it's a really good way to yeah. learn you know? we, we have this teacher that comes in on saturdays with her students and um you know they all show up here and they have like a separate club here where they play D and mm-hmm. they learn magic and that's what they've been using is the jumpstart packs and it's mm-hmm. it's awesome just watching them like get mm-hmm. into it but yeah it's it's sweet too because the the themes because magic is cool because it's built on like you can have like an archetype like like he said like sea monsters or you know dragons or angels or something mm-hmm. but then they'll do other like themes that are like milling okay. right so it's more of a concept than yeah. it is like a thematic mm-hmm. type of deal it's it's more of like okay here's a concept of the game put into a theme pack for you so then you're like oh milling is a way to win Okay. And so it introduces different concepts in that way, which is which is cool. Yeah, and then like um, they're constantly coming out with new sets. Um, I think the newest set. What the fuck is the newest set? Uh, the one that just recently came out, or the one that yeah, coming out? The one that just recently came out. Dominaria United. Yeah. So like with that, like it each each new set like introduces like new mechanics for that set basically okay and like you know there's there's a whole bunch of different formats like you know you can do standard you can do pioneer you can do modern like there's it's it's insane really yeah that's honestly i think that's where 
it gets confusing more than anything for a lot of people because it's like, okay, so I've crossed the barrier of entry where I've decided that I'm willing to deal with the difficulty to get into this game. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Salesman. I would like a magic card or two. <laughs> I'm trying to build a deck. And then somebody like me says, what format are you playing? And they're like, fuck. Uh, fuck, what does that mean? <laughs> and so I think, I think it's something like 80% of players play what's just considered kitchen table rules, which is... Okay. They yeah. decide. They decide what's legal. They decide exactly. There, there is obviously like core rules and competitive rules and all and yeah. all this stuff in each format. Um, most people just kind of play how they want. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm trying not to burp this here. A and W's got. It was, it, was, it was a good but bad choice. You know what I'm saying? Like it was delicious, but man, it's getting the tum tum. Yeah. Um, I, the biggest format right now is definitely Commander. Yes. Okay. So, so because with with Commander, it's it's um, I'd I'd honestly call it standard on steroids, basically. Okay. Because you're playing with a hundred card deck, wow. And uh, you basically you play with something called the Commander. Um, you know, you have a hundred card deck, and, and they're singleton, so only one of each card. So, mm-hmm. like in other formats, you can have four of a single card repeating, mm-hmm. but in Commander, they all have to be different, except for your lands. Yeah. Okay. And then, like, instead of twenty life points, you get like forty. So I mean, yeah, it's the yeah. It's 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 it's, it's 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 massive. It's been going on since what, like the early nineties. Yeah, like ninety six. It was originally called uh, Elder Dragon Highlander EDH, um, which it's cool because I, I the reason that it was it was set up, which I found out recently. I I have I'm learning a lot about magic, so it's like I played for a long time, mm-hmm. like kitchen table with my homies but i didn't it wasn't like one of those things i was playing competitive and going to tournaments and all this other shit so exactly like i'm learning a lot of this stuff so edh was set up as a multiplayer format for people who were waiting at tournaments who had just waiting for the next round so the main difference between commander and why it's so popular everyone thinks Mm -hmm. is because you can it's more it's more than two players you could do three four five six player pods and so you can have as many people you want at the table with a 100-card commander deck and just wacky shit happening. Um, and it's not over till it's over. And it's like basically risk with the cards that you build and the theme you build, and you're trying to win in a very particular way. And it's very much like a bunch of goofy nonsense to be like, okay, this card, this card, this card, combo, and you're all dead. So That sounds like a lot of fun. I'm definitely going to have to check that out yeah we'll probably have to come here one of these days yeah definitely because like you got a magic thing going on upstairs right yeah currently we are running um a draft so different so you take format different format everybody sits around a table you get pods of eight everybody gets three packs you open a pack take a card pass the pack to the person on your left everybody drafts a deck right then and there um with that pod we provide the lands and then they play, and all of the um, there's like um, they buy the packs, and then there's an additional amount of the that they pay that goes towards a prize pool, so then they can get like store credit. That's pretty cool. So it's 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 cool because that's probably the most intense way to play because you have to know how to draft a deck, you have to know how to build a deck on the fly, and then you have to win with it and be mm-hmm. able to pilot it. So yeah, that's fun. But I just constantly lose. But I have a good time. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all that really matters when you're playing Magic is that 
if you lose, at least you had a good time, at least. Yeah. But I want to win. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't you want to win? <laughs> so when, when level seven started, were you guys doing magic back then? Or did that was that another one of those like Frankenstein kind of things? Frankenstein thing, yeah. So um, we actually have not carried magic for very long. Um, so oh, wow. I think we started doing magic and Pokemon and stuff. 2018 oh, which wow. was okay. nine years after we had opened wow. so what happened with that was kind of the same thing that happened with this store where now is that we had a store that was on jewel and kipling um and it was like a thousand square foot game crazy again just like kind of generic just video game just a little bit of merch it's like a game you know gamestop with some retro stuff in it i like the store but it was just boring um looking back on it so we knew that even then it wasn't doing very well it wasn't in a great shopping center so we closed it and that's that's when my last business partner had left and um so i said fuck it let's dial it up and we decided to move into a bigger space um which is the space over in lakewood now mm -hmm. so we went from a thousand square feet to 2200 square feet um and we're like okay well we'll put one table We'll carry some some cards or whatever because one of my buddies well actually adam from games ahoy he was like yo dude you should carry you should have a case of magic singles and and i mean like again i play magic i had played magic i just didn't really think the crossover was there but he said it and he's like it does pretty well for me so i was like oh fuck it i have this extra case we did a magic case we did a pokemon slash dragon ball case and we had one table and now it's like taking over half my business you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like the card stuff is insanely like taken over like it's just so popular right now it's yeah that's and awesome. like i i also attribute like you know the whole covid 19 thing when you know cards basically were like you know getting up there in popularity you know it's like before then i hardly knew anybody that was collecting magic or whatever now it's like everybody you know <laughs> well you know honestly that's good to hear because from my perspective it's you know obviously like I'm in a store that sells magic, so everybody that comes in usually is buying. But I've definitely, like, we get a lot more of that. But it's interesting because it's, like, recently I've noticed on Kotaku they're doing articles on Magic the Gathering. Mm -hmm. They're doing mm -hmm. articles on Pokemon cards. And I'm like, they never did this before. Yeah, like, something's up. Something's like. up. Why is Kotaku <laughs> talking about, like, Magic the Gathering cards all the that, that It was totally new. Yeah. They had never. Kotaku was the biggest video game blog site, right? Mm -hmm. So, yep, I mean, yep. if, for anybody who's not familiar... Like, I've, I've, you know, read Kotaku since we opened the store. Uh, Brian Crescente, Kotaku used to actually be based out of Colorado, and we well, used to be able to go to their, like, they would do these, like, charity dinners and stuff that we went to a few before they left and, and, and uh, relocated to New York. But um, that was just a tidbit of randomness. I had no um, idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, that, that's, that was a cool part of, Colorado has always had, I feel like, this really cool, like, nerd vibe. Yeah. It's like, it's it's just in the underbelly. It's like this growing thing, and I'm it's, trying to foster it like the it's, devil. It's, <laughs> it's because we're all stoners here. Exactly. <laughs> we're all too lazy to be like, oh, fuck it. I'll just play with my boots. Yeah. So we're not getting loud about it. Um, but you're right. You're right. We are all stoners here. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh, We're just doing what we can to try to, like, foster that as yeah. much as possible. Because yeah. it's, it's just fun to watch a community grow. Yeah, exactly. More yeah. than anything. Like, we got these Digimon players upstairs. They got um, the place they were playing at. 
had recently gone out of business or closed their store and they're trying to find another spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were playing at another local store. We weren't hosting Digimon and then they don't have a home now. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. like I get three or four Digimon players that are sending me messages like, hey, we'd, it'd be really cool if we could play <laughs> Fridays is your spot. And I'm like, let's do it. You know what yeah, I mean? And yeah. so that last week was four people. I think this week is eight people. Oh, okay. So it's just interesting to watch these communities just kind of grow. grow here, and, yeah. yeah, and yeah. they find their own thing. And then they'll have like a cool community leader who will eventually be like, we need legit tournaments and speak for them. And I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's you know, do it's, it. yeah. it's, it's fun. That's yeah, it's awesome. like another thing too, with that whole like kind of growing community. I noticed you guys started selling manga. It's true. We yeah. Did. Yeah. So, you know, yet the silent Yeti is actually the uh, manager of the manga. Okay. MOM. He's the mom, <laughs> the manager of manga. <laughs> Hi mom. Manga. 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 <laughs> Come on, Yeti. Just sit over here. Um, anyhow, um, yeah, yeah, you can you can learn One Piece later. There's a One Piece game that uh, we're doing a pre-release for at our Lakewood store tomorrow. And okay. Yeti's gonna be playing into playing it because he just read all of One Piece, oh. and um, it now wants the cards. And the only way to get them is to play in the pre-release, and he doesn't want to look like a a fool and a silent Yeti. You know, that's probably what he's doing on his phone right now is looking at shit. That's what he's doing. He's oh, learning yeah. how to play. Yep. He's playing the tutorial game. <laughs> but that's good, though. We need that. We need, you know, you got you to rep. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. There's this really cool winner card, this Luffy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know One Piece that well. I know some of the characters because we sell all the shit, and mm-hmm. these guys won't shut up about it. Yeah. But hey, uh, watch One Piece. It gets better after episode 934. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm like, okay, you, be- you betcha. I'll just I'll just look at the cool picture. Dude's on a boat. I got you. Like, <laughs> he's, he's looking for One Piece. One thing I never got about One Piece is like, you're you, you've been searching for this One Piece forever. When you could just go to KFC and get an eight piece, you get more than one Ooh, piece. Ooh, you can go bucket for forty bucks, baby. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I like it. I like yeah. it. Um, what were we talking about? We started talking about Yeti Omanga. Oh, you yes, talking yes, about yes. how Yeti's my mom. Yeah, and, and how you're yeah. kind of building a little bit of a community there, too, with, you know, manga enthusiasts, you know? It's mm-hmm. nuts. Manga has actually, you know, they've been telling me, like, I'll recognize that I they, they've been saying we should carry manga for a long time. Because it's like mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff we do, like one of these extensions, I'm not super into manga myself. I do read a few. I like Berserk. I like, um, I don't know, some other ones. I'm not going to... Um, that's probably my favorite that was Berserk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started reading Demon Slayer too, and I like that one so far. Yeah. Um, but they've been telling me for a long time that we should carry manga, and I was like, that sounds like a pain in the ass. And finally, Yeti's like, I'll be your mom, and I'll order the manga. <laughs> and so it's great because it's working, and people are super happy. It's it's been a really cool addition to like an eclectic. I hope it's like an eclectic mix of stuff that we have here. That's the goal, right? Is like. Maybe I'm not into every one of these things, but I think they're all cool. Like, yeah. Yeah. like I've never built a Gundam. I don't know if I'm going to get into Gundams because I'm not trying to get another hobby. But fuck, I really want to buy a Gundam. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I feel that they're, they're intimidating. You know? It's like, <laughs> ah, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just looks so cool to put it together. They actually are a lot of fun to put together. <laughs> 
And, and I mean, they have different levels, just like the old model yeah. cars and shit, where you yeah. can get, like, it doesn't have to be the perfect grade every time where you're, like, fucking filing stuff to a millimeter. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got to get your super glue, you know? Like. Mm, that's too much work for me. I'm yeah, not detail-oriented. <laughs> I'd just be like, yeah, fucking clay. You know, the, one of the model kits I've been building uh, for a while, um, it's these, I, I think you guys carry a couple. I think I see one. Um... It's the uh, the Dragon Ball uh, figureize oh, yeah, kits. Yeah. Those yeah. are actually pretty easy to put together. Yeah. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, those are sweet. Um, I did one of the the one of the Super Saiyan. I think it was Super Saiyan Goku two. Okay. Um, you're shooting like a Kamehameha, but it's mm-hmm. sweet because oh, nice. like, you're talking about the posable ones. Yes, yes. Yeah, those are so sick. Yeah. yeah. The fact that you you get to build it and then it's posable and then they give you little accessories. You're like, mm-hmm. it's it's a model. And an action figure, and kind of a statue. Yeah, ah, it's, it's just everything. Yeah, it's it's everything, and they're totally worth it too. You know. Yeah. Quality's good. Paint job's good. Yeah. That's kind of my whole thing too. Is like I'm not trying to like paint shit. Yeah. Or sticker them. Like I'm because I've always wanted to play Warhammer, but then all the models. I'm like they're like you got to paint them. I'm like I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. I promise you, That's I will not cool. do well, that. I, I actually I actually got a buddy. Um, Shout out to Skyler, you know, he did our logo and all that. Um, he got into Warhammer, mm-hmm. and um, he's like, I'm not fucking buying those miniatures. I'll get a 3D printer and print them myself. So, like, he's just, you go in his room, and it's like a fucking, like, um, gallery of Warhammer. <laughs> they're all, like, 3D printed and shit, you know? It's like, ugh, he's going all out with this, then. The, the thing, <laughs> hey, the, I, I, I love that kind of shit, to watch, because to watch the lengths to which people will go yeah. to do their hobby, like, at the level that they're like, look, I'm not trying to play Warhammer a little. I'm trying to fucking play Warhammer a lot. Yeah. And I'm not going to spend all that money, so I'm going to make this shit. Like, I will produce Warhammer toys for myself. That's uh, it's sick. some dedication. It's sick. I think he's even done some, um, some D&D miniatures. Um, nice. He's also done, like, a couple, like, art pieces, too. Like, I, I know he did, like, this... Um, I, I know this is going to sound kind of pervy, almost, but, like... He did like this kind of like a bust of like some anime chick's body, basically. Sure. You know? Yeah. Whatever. It's, it's, I like boobs. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's always fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 one of those where it's like you know, he was just like, yeah, fuck that shit, fuck paying that much. I'm I'm gonna fucking pre three D print these. I'm gonna pre three D print my own <laughs> flashlight. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> gonna... <laughs> I mean, yeah. shit. The, yeah. The, the the stuff I've seen 3D printed, it's insane. Like I was I was watching this one video. Where it was like this dude like 3D printed a gun. Yeah, yeah I did I did see that actually functioning like a functioning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know how that's gonna work too because it's one of those that's like, yeah, like ghost guns. That's what they're called. Yeah, wouldn't that like burn the material? Because it's like a resin material. Wouldn't that like burn it? Probably only get a couple of uses out of it. Yeah. It's one of those like, yeah. oh, that was worthless. I mean, I guess it depends on yeah. the filament. I don't, I don't know enough about three D printing or the type of material they use, but I have to assume there's got to be. They got to heat it up to melt it, right? So it's got a melting point. So as long yeah. as you don't reach the known melting point and you can somehow control that with the amount of friction coming out, I don't. You'd have to do it like pneumatically, or I'm not. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the mysteries. They, the, 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 again, the the things people will go through. 
to shoot a gun. They're just yeah. like, yeah, crazy. <laughs> I will make a gun out of plastic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if I get two uses out of it. I'm just going to do it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> as long as I can fucking shoot that can off my fence post, it's all I want. <laughs> so to kind of close this out, um, I want to ask you, what would you say is the rarest game that has come through any level 7 store? That's... Hmm. Stadium events. Yeah. Yeah, Yeti's right. It's definitely the stadium events. That's that's one that people like... These these traveling game collectors, these dudes that go on road trips and stuff are like, where did you get it? What yeah. was his name? Where did... Like, they're fucking cataloging. What did he do for a living? Exactly. No, seriously. <laughs> so it's like, I have to have this story ready or people won't believe it's even real. Like, they, they're yeah. like, where did you get it? And I'm like, well, this dude... So I, I guess we'll go through this. Um, so I won't say his real name because I don't know if he wants me to. So we'll say well, his well, name we'll, is Zach. Zach. Um, so anyhow, Zach uh, and his buddy were at home and they were playing video games and his buddy who I don't remember, had an NES. Let's call him Larry. Larry, Zach and Larry. Okay. So Larry had an NES. I like Larry. That's, Larry, that's a good one. Yeah, it just kind of rolls off your tongue, doesn't Zach it? Zach and Larry. That that feels like a like a Nickelodeon show. It does, like a, doesn't classic it? Classic Disney show or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like a, like a sitcom kind of Yeah, thing. like Buddy Cop or yeah. some shit like that. <laughs> Zach and Larry coming this fall on ABC. I'd, wa- I'd watch it. And yeah. yeah. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> You're like... Larry's not at all what I thought he looked like. Um, so anyhow, Zach and Larry are playing NES. Larry's like, man, and this is how this is how they said it went down. We need some weed. We should go sell some of these games. And so his buddy's like, oh, dude, I wish I had my games here. He's from Kansas City. And he's like, I have so many at home because my dad owned a video rental store. And he's like, oh, shit, well, if you have stadium events, then hit me up. And he's like... I have stadium events. And the guy's like, no. No, you do not have stadium events. So apparently from that point, that dude's like, no, fuck you. I have stadium events. I know I have stadium events. We just looked it up. They, they ended up looking it up. And he's like, shit, this is a fucking $10,000, $12,000, dollars $13,000 game. I know I have this at my mom's house. And so they drove the next day to Kansas City, Missouri, they got his collection, they drove back, and then they came in, and they just walked into the shop, and the guy's like, hey, we just drove, and he talked to my manager, Bo, at the time. Bo calls me, he's like, yo, there's a stadium events in the store, you need to get your ass down here, it's my day off. And so I drive down to the store, and the guy's like, listen, I want 7,500 bucks for it, I know what it is, this is where I got it from, this is how, yada, 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 told me his whole story, and I was like, you betcha. And I bought that fucker right then and there. That's and uh, yeah, I took a picture just shaking his hand and stuff to be like, so if it comes up, because again, these, some of these like intense collectors, they fucking, they want to yeah. know where the shit they came wanna from. They want to know, yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, sadly, there's also a ton of theft in the video game industry. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's a lot of counterfeits. Break-ins and shit happen. All, I mean, we've been broken into over 11 times over the last 13 oh. years. So, I mean, we've lost shit tons of money that way. Um which is why it's cool to have a vault. That's why when I was like, "Yeah, break into the bank. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is a fortress. Yeah, um, but yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely the stadium events. Stadium events. What what system is that for? The NES. The NES. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So essentially, what it is is I'm um, thinking. Um, I'm thinking it's like Konami's track and field or something like that. So exactly. So track and field is. Um, so Bandai made stadium events. Okay. And then before they were supposed to have released it, which some of them got out on accident, mm-hmm. Nintendo bought the rights to. St- Two, two stadium events and turned it into track and field mm, okay. because then it had the power pad and all that shit so the power pad and all that stuff will work with stadium events so there was actually Johnny B and I other John the guy who's on my podcast he, um, he and I filmed this whole thing with some of our buddies where we did playing the rarest sports games competition mm-hmm. we never finished the video because I don't know shit like that just gets silly and yeah, overthought yeah. But yeah, we played we played um, stadium events and we did all the, the things on there, and then we also did the entertainment um, speed racer. Um, so there's a combo cart for for Super Nintendo for speed racer and um, m- mountain bike rally. Mm-hmm. The only way to get that cartridge is you had to buy the fucking bike, the actual like track bike Whoa. from the sharper image. And so that's the rarest Super Nintendo game. So that's also in the in that little vault section. Oh, nice. So we filmed a video doing all of the dumbest sports games that are ex- ridiculously expensive. Yeah. Yeah. For, for no reason whatsoever. For, and we never even released it. <laughs> sounds like such a cool video. Release it. Yeah. The people want to see people, it. We never finished. I don't know what we were waiting for. I think we did everything. I just We, we were going to do like wrestling intros and shit. You know what I mean? Because there, there was four of us. Like he had his buddy... And then I had one of the employees at the time, and we filmed it together, and then it just... Um, just kind of never... We got the footy. It. We got the footy. We'll get the footy out there for the peeps. You guys yeah. can break down the, the times. Let us know what you think. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll, we'll be like, why is this worth this much? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool to see some footage of the game. Yes. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. Because yeah. not a lot of people have access to that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. But, I mean, it's uh, kind of going in that retrospective, yeah. you know... Uh, another like rare sports game, which you guys put, or no, it's not a sports game. Um, I'm thinking it's a sports game for some reason. But um, Nintendo World Champions Championship. Oh. Yep. Dude, I would love to have one of those gold carts. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen one of those. That's that's another one of those ones that people like seek out and yeah. track and you know know yeah. the lineage and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to have one of those. So that's another one. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the game that I want the most, and I might just buy it because. It's Fuck it. fucking ridiculous. Is the Maximum Carnage Collector's Edition Ooh. for the Sega Genesis? Okay, that'd be a that's cool that's one. the one with Spider-Man, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That it's so sick. It came in like a fucking like cool hardtop box. It was like a collector's edition. They didn't used to do collector's edition on Super Nintendo and stuff. So it was just and, and Genesis. Genesis. So it was just a weird one. Well, not, they did one for Super Nintendo too, but I want the Genesis version. Mm. They they dropped that game on the Genesis. Mm-hmm. Huh, I thought it was only for the Super Nintendo. Well, you learn something new every day. Yeah. True, true. Too true. Okay, so then, since we're on, kind of on the subject of um, Super Nintendo and Genesis, which one do you think is better? We're getting into the bit work. Oh, though. dude. Okay. Um, <laughs> listen, so I I have to say Genesis, okay. personally. It is, I, and I totally understand the people who disagree with me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a big RPG guy. Okay. When I was a, that age, you know what I mean? When those were the consoles, I was... I mean, I got my Sega Genesis when I was five. So, thinking about me playing Final Fantasy 2... Yeah, you're like... Just, 
What do I do? Yeah, I, <laughs> I can't read. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. I mean, it had the. I I thought Sonic was cooler than Mario. I, he's just cooler, and the yeah. game was cooler. The soundtrack was cooler, and I love Mario. But it, whatever. Um, I had homies that had a Super Nintendo. I had the Genesis, so it was kind of had the best of both worlds. And um, Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, oh maybe. Oh yeah. that's a classic. You can't beat that. Poyo Poyo, that's the that's the one right there. Yeah, you know, the blast processing with the Sega Genesis. Yeah, I I hate to admit it, but I grew up with the Super Nintendo, so it oh, has a you? special place in my heart. So. Well, <laughs> Sega. I, I think, Sega. I think you're the odd one out, Colin. Yeah. Because I, I too, grew up with the Sega Genesis. It had Silent nothing. majority says Super. <laughs> oh, okay, so we're split now. Huh? Oh, no. Yeah, you would I, be a Super. I never had a Genesis. James did. Oh. So it was the opposite. iPhone was Street Fighter Turbo. That's that's one of my favorite fighting <laughs> games of all time. Mortal Kombat Ultimate. Wait, yeah, that's another good one. Yep. It's another good one. But then it... it Another thing that kind of bugged me about that era of gaming was, like, I've noticed, like, they programmed two different versions for each system. Like, if you, for example, like, if you play um, Aladdin for the Sega Genesis and then the Super Nintendo. Completely different games. Yeah, it's different. So, why is that? Yeah. So, let's say this. Sega is superior because you could put in the blood code on Mortal Kombat. You could not do that on Super Nintendo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But it's like, why did they do <laughs> two different versions for each console, though? Yeah, that was weird. They did that. They did that for a couple different games, right? Like, I'm trying to think, like, what Aladdin, other games? Aladdin um, was a really weird one. Yeah. Because that game was so good on the Genesis, so bad on the Super yeah. Nintendo. Um, another oh, example I think is uh, oh, Jurassic Lion Park King. was weird. Yeah, Jurassic Park. Um, Lion King, I think, was different on both systems. Um, I know there's some more. I feel I feel like I yeah. should know this, but whatever. They we're just kind of drawing a blank here. Maybe that's it. Maybe we're just. Yeah. Maybe it's one of those things how like everybody walks in, they're like, oh, I remember how <laughs> on the Genesis there was so many couch co-op games, and you're like, there's six. Yeah. They're all called. <laughs> they're all called Streets of Rage. So yeah, pick one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fall in love with one of them and call that one your favorite. Favorite. Exactly. (laughs) Part two. Definitely part two. Part two. Streets of Rage 2, best soundtrack in a video game. Oh, we're we're, we're getting down to this, aren't we? Oh, you started (laughs) it. You started it. (laughs) So, Streets of Rage 2, okay. Um, Name another one of your favorite game soundtracks. I'm going to name one right now, uh, Sonic 3. Yeah, I was going to say, and it's Sonic 2 would probably be mine. Dude, fucking Chemical Plant Zone. Yep, yep. That song just... Hits so hard. It, oh. but, I'm, I'm a little depressed they didn't put that in the second movie, though. Yeah, yeah, they didn't do anything <laughs> with that at all. Um, I definitely wanted to see some weird purple dinosaurs come out of lava as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Tony Hawk soundtracks. Okay, okay, <laughs> a bit, are, a, a bit, a bit of a cop out, but acceptable. <laughs> yeah, it, is, yeah. it fits, it fits the the theme. Like okay. it's it's a video game, but like you know, it uses yeah. licensed music tracks, but yeah. you know, it's. It did a lot for music back then, it basically. Did. Okay, I would say in, if I was going to go in that genre, licensed music, I would go uh, Jet Set Radio. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, super brother, super brother. That had the weirdest fucking soundtrack. But dude. it fucking smacked. Like, that's all Every that time. Every time. Every time. He's like, running from the cops. Yeah. 
<laughs> Bam! Yeah, I love that Skating shit. Skating down fucking staircases and shit. You know, a great soundtrack can make or break a game. The Shibuya police will never be the same. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'd say we're, we're about at the end of this. Um, thank you, John, yeah, very much for having for us. Time. Thank we you for your hospitality. It. Oh, dude, um, yes. Shout out to the uh, Silent Yeti right here. He's playing One Piece on his phone. Yeah, he's One Piece, all right. <laughs> One piece of ass. Uh. <laughs> Thanks again, John. Yeah. Uh, oh, thank you real. guys. Yeah, I appreciate it. Really all righty, that wraps everything up for this week. Next week we're back to interviewing bands. Next week we have Awake in Ashes joining us. Should be a fun one. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a little different, but hey, we like to change things up around here every once in a while, you know. Anyways, thank you so much for your support. Really means a lot to us. Go support Level 7. Go watch their podcast or listen to it. Whatever you prefer. As always, we'll see you next time.